Welcome to Intentionally Flexible, the podcast where we plan, organize, and live our lives with space for spontaneous joy. I'm so glad you're here. Today, we're going to cover how to take action. I think one of the biggest myths in people who are seeking out organizing help is that somehow they don't know what to do. It is rarely a knowing what to do. It is rarely a having even the desire to make changes in their lives. The biggest problem is figuring out how to motivate themselves to action. If you are planning to stick around with me for a while, which I hope you will, you need to know that my brain works in acronyms quite frequently. So in order to help myself remember things, help myself to just get creative about things, I use acronyms all the time. And my way to help you get into action is an acronym. So I'm going to go over each of those today and we're going to talk a little bit about how to place these items in your life to get yourself going. And we may break out on some of the bigger ones in separate episodes later, but let's get started. So the A of action stands for accountability. And if there is one thing that you learn by listening to this podcast, accountability is literally it. It is the the thing about actually taking action. When you have accountability, you cannot help but actually follow through with what you wanted to get done. So a couple quick ideas on accountability, and I'll definitely do a separate podcast on this, but one is creating a deadline of some sort for yourself. When you're working against a date that you have to meet, you will hold yourself accountable. And When I say a deadline, you can't just arbitrarily put something on a calendar and go, oh yeah, I'm going to do that. Because most of us who are listening have tried that before and we will not follow up for our own sake. We need somebody outside of ourselves to be holden to. And if you are a fan of Gretchen Rubin's or not, you need to check her out. She has a great podcast called Happier with Gretchen Rubin. But she has an entire book called The Four Tendencies in which she explains the different personality types that hold themselves to inner and outer expectations. My guess is most of the people listening to me, if you have found the right podcast to be settled into, are what she calls obligers. And obligers only meet expectations that are outer expectations. They will not hold themselves accountable. So when I say a deadline, let's say you've been wanting to get your kitchen living main spaces organized, the sincerely best way to hold yourself accountable is to make an invitation to have people over for dinner one night. They have said yes. You can't change it. You know they're coming and suddenly you have the motivation to get those things done. For those of us that are procrastinators, how many times have you gotten pushed against the wire, not getting anything done, not getting anything done, and then the night before something was due, you suddenly were able to push through a 12-page paper and get it cranked out at 3 a.m. and met your deadline. You have to have a legitimate, real sense of accountability. And we'll cover more accountability measures later, but that's the A. Moving on to the C. Now, if you listened to any of my earlier podcasts, you heard that I think the word consistency, which is what you would expect this C to be, is a bit of a bad word for people who struggle because consistency is something that the minute we break it, 
then we give up altogether. So I don't want you doing that. I want you to think, I don't have to get this perfect. I don't have to work 15 minutes a day to actually accomplish what I'm looking for. I don't have to feel hopeless if I've missed a day and life got crazy and I feel like I took two steps forward but three steps back. So instead of consistency, the C word that I would like you to start getting comfortable with is continuity. And where continuity comes in is that you have a distinct place where you know you stop and you know exactly how to pick back up in that spot. You don't lose steam trying to remember what you did, trying to redo anything that you've already done, going, oh, I don't remember what I was had in my head when I was in the middle of organizing this space, and now I've got to start all over from spot A to try and make all this work. Now, we're going to talk about how to get some measures to keep you continuous, that's not the word, (laughs) to have the continuity you need when you have to walk away from some sort of project midstream. Okay, that's the C. In T, T is a time constraint, and this is different than a deadline. So the deadline can play in because you do know you have to take however much time to the new deadline to be able to get everything done. But what I mean by a time constraint is sometimes getting started is just the hardest part. And so if you have a chance to say, I'm going to put on my favorite song and I'm only going to work until that song ends, suddenly you have this, okay, I can get through one song and start working and then the next song starts playing and you find yourself still working or you set a timer that is 15 minutes out and you get your head down and you keep working and if you still feel like working you can just say reset to the timer and work until you just don't have any time to work anymore. So when you know you have a specific time constraint, it really helps put parameters around taking action. All right, moving on to the I. The I is interest, and this is a tricky one. So a lot of times we will say to ourselves, well, what I need to work on is this space. I really need to get into that storage room that's piled to the ceiling and it overwhelms me because if I can't clean that out, then I can't move anything in my other spaces down there, but I that's the last thing I want to do today. Well, I want to have your mind think about what if I just work on wherever it interests me to work today and I can still feel accomplished. Like, Maybe it's the laundry room and that door shuts and nobody ever looks at it. But man, every time I open the laundry room door, I know I accomplished something because on that particular day, that space interested me to work on. I don't want to discount, especially if you have a whole house to get through and you are just working your way through, go to the space that interests you. It's okay to get some momentum that way. Okay, the next letter in action is O and O is own it. Own it doesn't mean to feel guilty about how your house got into this state that it's in. It's not to cast blame on, oh, my kids and my husband and uh, it's not my fault and my parents gave me a bunch of crap. Own it means just recognize the way the space looks right now. And the way I want you to do that is to snap a picture of it before you start. You do not have to show this picture to anyone. This picture is for you. You snap a picture because our brains forget very quickly what the starting point was. And let's say we set our time constraint to 15 minutes and 15 minutes later, we feel like, oh, that was helpless. Nothing changed. But I want you to take an after picture as part of owning it and compare the two. You will be surprised how often you're like, oh, 
I didn't realize that 15 minutes actually made a difference. Okay, and moving on to the last one, the N. Now the N is super important too because the N means next. And by next, what I want you to do when that timer goes off is to immediately jot a little sticky note, put a note in your phone where you want to keep track of things and give yourself two sentences of what you did and where you wanted to head next in that space. That's going to loop back into that continuity that we talked about. It puts you in your mindset at the moment your timer went off. When you're feeling pretty good about it, you know what's going to happen next at that moment, but you're going to forget it when you finally get to get back to this space a week later. So next, that's one part of it. Give yourself a spot to be continuous. And the other part of it is give yourself a little reward. We really will not continue a habit or recreate a something that we find hard unless there was a reward in that. So if that means, hey, I worked 15 minutes on decluttering and now I get 15 minutes to pop my feet up and watch my favorite Netflix show or I get 15 minutes to scroll through scroll through social media. That reward is super important. Just as a recap, ways to take action. A, accountability. C, continuity. T, give yourself a time constraint. I, go with where your interest lies. O, own it with a before and after picture. And N, Jot down what's next and go give yourself a little reward. I hope that these little tips are helpful. We'll put them into more practical use as we talk about specifics as the podcast continues. In the meantime, thank you so much for being here. If you can rate or review my show anywhere that you are listening to podcasts, that would be super helpful. And if you can reach out to me with any thoughts about the podcast, it would mean so much. I can be reached most easily in my DMs on Instagram at joylovinghome. My organizing business is joylovinghome.com and you can email me at joy at joylovinghome.com. Till next time, make space in your life for spontaneous joy.